0: Praise the Lord. This is Sister Pamela Williams. And we realize many of you would like to attend Sunday school, but because of the pandemic, you may not be able to. So with the help of the Lord and technology, now you can click on the link below and listen to our live lessons that were previously recorded at Healing Hearts Christian Ministries. Please keep us in your prayers and we'll be praying for you. May God bless you and keep you and increase your faith. In Jesus' name is my prayer. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for waking us up this morning. We thank you for how you watched over us, cut us through tonight. We thank you for all that you have done for us. You made ways out of no ways, Lord. We thank you for all all of us being here today. We thank you for just traveling mercies, bring those that's on their way safely, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for. Just being so good to us in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. God bless everyone. We're gonna to go to Romans eight twenty-eight, and we know what's gonna happen. All things. All means all. Everything in life is gonna to work together for what? For bad? Good. For evil? For the good? But there's a clause here. Yeah, um, yes. And so there's a calling on each and every one of our lives, but just like if you call on the phone, if you don't answer. If I call you, you don't answer, and I have good news for you. Can you get that good news? Now we can leave a voicemail, but if I don't leave a message because I'm looking for you to answer the call, then you can miss out. And so he says all things is working together for good to them. It's going to work together for your good to them that what? who love the Lord and to them who are the cause and then according to whose purpose, my, his purpose. And that's the thing that we um, really need to get in our spirit because uh, it just came to my mind. We need to stop telling God what to do and do what he said to do because we don't reverence God. It's a conscious thing. That's why we can people can go out and do wrong because they're not even conscious that God is watching, that God sees everything that you do. He knows your thoughts even before you let it release the words out of your mouth. God is so awesome and we should stand in awe of him, but it's really not taught how awesome God is, how great, how big he is. And the Bible says that the nation is as a drop in the bucket. Mm -hmm. So if you think about one drip, have you ever seen a drip from a faucet? Think about a drip in the faucet. A whole nation is like that to God. Mm -hmm. He's a big God. He's all over. He fills all space and he knows everything. He's a sovereign God, but we have to do it the way he says to do it. That's, That's one of the things that Our blessings are directly tied to our obedience. We want the blessing, but we don't want to do what God has told us to do. How do we think we're going to get a blessing if we're not obeying? Let's go to um, Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. Actually, I'm going to start reading verse 15. Isaiah 1, starting with verse 15. Once again, our thought for the day is it's according to God's will, not not yours. Um, verse four fifteen says, is everyone there? Okay, we're in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 15. This is Isaiah prophesying, but this is the Lord's word. When you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. In other words, you are full of evil deeds. The Bible talked about in the days of Noah that men, the thoughts in the hearts and their intents, the thoughts of their hearts and their intents was evil only continually. Now, if you want good to come to you, what must you do? You must do good. That's the reaping the sowing principle. So he says that there are going to be people who spread spreading their hands towards him, and they're going to um, make many prayers, but he said he's going to hide his eyes from them because of the evil deeds. The Lord wants us to repent before we come to him, and if we don't do it the way he says to do it, then we're in error. And so he says, verse 16, he says, wash you, make you clean, repent in other words, repent of your sins, Confess your faults, turn from the wrong that you've done, admit that you've done wrong, put away the evil of your doing before my eyes, because once again, God sees everything that we do, stop doing wrong. Now, you don't have the power to stop doing wrong, but when you read his word and find out certain things that he says not to do, and you do what his word says to do, your obedience to the word. You're following the word by getting baptized in Jesus' name, by being filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a keeper, and it will keep you. Chapter 1, verse 17. He says, learn to do what? Well, the Bible says, man is of, in the book of Job, a few days old and full of trouble. When we grow up as a little child, because of the world that we're in, Because of the society that we live in, because of what's on TV, because of the gadgets, all the things that we are exposed to, we learn to do wrong before we – some learn to do wrong before they do right. So he says, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. These are things the Lord is saying to do. And if you don't sit under anyone and you don't become a student of the Bible, then you won't learn what the Bible says. He says, come now, let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they can be washed white as snow because of the blood of Jesus. Though they be red like chrism, they shall be as wool. Look at what he says in verse 19. What, what, What does the writer say here? If you be what? If you be willing to do the will of God and obedient to the will of God, what's going to happen? you're going to have the blessing or reap the blessings that the Lord has already stored up for each and every one of us. We have Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1. Ephesians is right after Galatians. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus to the, excuse me, and to the full... I mean, faithful in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's read this again. Paul, he is a what of Jesus Christ? But he didn't make himself an apostle. He is an apostle of Jesus Christ. How? By or because of By. the will of God. Even we have one gentleman here, the rest of us are ladies. We are ladies because it was God's will for us to be a female. now. That was God's will. Now, it's according to his will, not ours. All right? He says, so Apostle Paul, he's an apostle of Jesus Christ because it was God's will for him. And now he's writing a letter to the saints which are at Ephesus. And look at what he says, to the faithful, to those who are faithful in Christ Jesus. Look at what he says. I'm going to read verse 2. Thank you for reading He says, grace be Mm -hmm. to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. And look at verse 3. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has what? What will God do? He's blessed us with what? uh, What kind of blessing? blessing. Mine mine says all spiritual blessings. Amen. In heavenly places, and look at what he says, according, verse 4, according as I chose? Mm-hmm. And according as God has chosen us, you've been chosen a call where and how? Mm-hmm. Be, we were called to be saints. We were called to be saved. We were called to live a righteous life. We were called to his holiness, to be in him, with him, like him. How and where? Before what? For the foundation of the world. So if it's already planned, what are we doing trying to tell God what we want him to do? Instead of saying, yes, Lord, to your will. Now, we say, yes, Lord, to your will, but we really don't mean it. Because Mm. our prayers show that we don't really mean it. And our actions show that we really don't want to be or walk according to the will of God. We do what we want to do until he put a stop to him. We try to make our own rules in this life that fit or accommodate us, and we're out of order. You can't do what you want to do. I can't do what I want to do. But the enemy will deceive us to make us think that we can do what we want to do. And because God is so merciful, what he will do is we delay our blessings and he, that blessing is sitting, waiting on you to fall in line with the will of God. It's just waiting on you. Now, if you be willing and obedient, you're going to get the blessing. But if you continue to walk in your own way, and the Bible says it's not in man to direct his own steps. Yeah. There's, there's a song, and there's a psalm that says, order my steps. Our steps are to be ordered by the Lord. We are not to tell our Father, what to do. We are to go to him with a humble spirit and ask him, Lord, what will you have me do today? Okay, let's move on. He says, blessed be, I'm in verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. The blessings are in heavenly places in Christ. Now, he says, according as he, as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world. And look, it's very clear that we should be holy. That we should be holy. Amen. Good morning. <clears throat> that we should be what? Holy. 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 And without what? Blame. Without, blame. without blame. Before, before, before him, him in love. In love. Now, that's yeah. very clear, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So why don't we follow this rule? Because we're not spending mm-hmm. enough time with the Lord and we want to do what we want to do. And the enemy deceive us to make us think it's not so important to read the word of God. So we put a priority on everything. And when you know anything, the day has gone by. But look at what he says in verse 5. Someone can read that, please. Having predestinated. having predestinated us until the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Hallelujah. What does predestinate mean? It's already done. Pred, Simplified. Yes. Yeah. Or in other words, it's, it was already ordained God. by I'm, pretty, God. I'm sorry, what did you say? Predetermined. It is predetermined, yes. It is already mm-hmm. done in advance by the will of God. Mm-hmm. So what yeah. are we doing trying to tell God how to order ourselves when he knows and we don't? Our thought for today is according to God's will and not ours. So look, he says, you've been predest, He predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. Here's that word again. According to the good pleasure of his will. Remember, God says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. I know the plans that I've already put in place. I've done it from the foundation of the world. What we're supposed to do is just walk in that thing. That's all we should be doing is walking it out. Now look at what he says in verse 8. Wherein he has abounded toward us in all wisdom and fruitness, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, His will, not our will, his will is in the word according to, here we go again, the good pleasure which he has purpose in himself. He has a divine plan, a divine purpose for each and every one of us. There's a goal at the end, like you said. It's already set. And we are just to obey and stay in the will. And that's why he said walk by faith and not by the things that you see. Because the things that we see are temporal. And the Lord says in Matthew 633, but seek ye first, but seek ye first, but seek ye first. What? The kingdom of what? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. And all all his righteousness. Now, that's a rule that he told us to do. And then all of these earthly things that we see. So we are all the blessings that he has for us they will come we have our priorities out of order because we're trying to reverse that that we're trying to reverse the order and we can't do it that's why we'll go to God in prayer and pray selfish prayer or some that's asking for things that God has not ordained for us to have whether it's a husband that—that's not the one that I have already ordained for you, or a particular place where you're living, or a vehicle, whatever it is. Mm. God has already predestinated or pre-planned, and the outcome is already set. It's already done. First John five fourteen. Let's let's um, let's go there right quick. But hold your spot in Ephesians, because we're going to come back. First John five fourteen. Someone can read that loud and clear, please. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him, mm-hmm. that if we it, according to Come on he mm-hmm. hears Can you read that again one more time? Because mm-hmm. that's a confidence that we're to have in him. Now, this mm-hmm. is the confidence uh-huh. that we have in him, mm-hmm. that if we ask anything according to his will, mm-hmm. he hears us. So one of the things that the Lord is dealing with, that we lack confidence in him. Mm-hmm. We put too much confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. We put a lot of confidence in man, but the confidence that should be in or directed towards our Father and His Son Jesus Christ, we lack. And then He says, if any man do what? Ask if you ask anything, how? Not the way you want it to be done. If you ask anything in His name, according to what? If his will. About, then what will He do? He's not going to deny you. No. There's a song that says, just ask in my name, but you have to ask according to his will, and yes, what you said. is so true. When you read the word and when you refocus the attention back to Christ, then you're not going to be asking for worldly things. The worldly things will come if you seek the things which are above. Thank you. Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the spirit, not the fruit of the flesh, But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Can we go there right quick? What is the fruit of the Spirit? These are the things that God will want us to ask for. Amen. Galatians 5.22, thank you. We have a reader, Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is... Joy, excuse me, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Hallelujah. So this is the type of fruit that we should be bearing. And when we begin to develop in these areas, then guess what? It will please the Father, and he is not going to deny you the things, but this, these, this fruit as you develop, and you develop in the spirit of love, guess what it's going to do? It's going to make you, it's going to have you or transform your mind the way you think. Instead of hating people, you're going to love them. Instead of you walking around discouraged or depressed, the next thing is you're going to have what? Joy. Then what's the next word? Peace. And so it's not human peace. It's a peace that passes what? All understanding. You will walk around with peace, and you may not have a dime in your pocket. And people are like, why why is she walking around with peace? Because it's a peace that comes from the Lord. It's a spiritual thing. That's why he said the fruit of the spirit. Yes. And he says seek those things above. God is spirit and how are we to worship him? Spirit. And it's true. Yeah. It's according to his will, not ours. It's according to his will, not mine. And the Lord tells us in his word to be a good steward and I hear people talking about, you know, they 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 and God will bless you financially. He will. But if you're not managing the $1 that he gave you, it's not likely he's going to give you a million dollars if you're mismanaging the $1. So when you learn to manage the $1, then you can be elevated. You'll get a $10, you'll get $100, you'll get $1,000. When we, and this is a development, so when we learn to develop in these different areas, then we can go on to the next stage. And, unfortunately, we're not being developed. We're not developing ourselves, and we're not, if we go back to Isaiah, he said, to learn to do well. It's so easy for us to follow someone who's doing wrong. Why is that? You know why? Because the enemy, just like he's disloved Eve, wants he can convince you to listen to him you start believing the wrong instead of what is set before you, the laws of God that's telling you to do right. Well, I'm going to read verse 9 again. He says, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, his will is following his word, and he reveals things to us by his spirit, and he reveals things to us when we fast. When we pray, when we put other things, these devices to the side and get a hold of God, he will begin to reveal things to us. We are not going to get revelation if we don't put any time in with the Father and the Son in the Word. We're not. It's just impossible. The degree that you're pursuing, you have to put time in. You have to study. His Word told us that's what he's going to do. Do we believe his Word? Amen. Amen. So he says that the dispensation is the period of time when we get to the fullness of time. Even I think about the Bible says, in the fullness of time, he brought forth. She brought forth her son. The ones of us we're in we're in the room we have we've had children. Those online, uh, some of you all have had children. But when the fullness of time came for you to bring forth your child. You could have closed your leg as much as you want when it was time for that baby to come forth, right? That baby was coming because it was time. There was nothing you could do to stop it. And some may have had a cesarean. When the doctors decided that they were going to they do what they do, suit up, whatever, once that time is appointed, they will take you out of the living room and roll you to the operating room, and they do what they do, and that's gonna, it's going to happen. Now, if man is that way, man is structured. Man is on heaven, how in the world do we think we can bypass the will of God? It's not going to happen. So He says, in the fullness of time, He may gather together in one all things in Christ, both in heaven and which are on earth, even in Him. Look what He said: in whom also I'm in verse eleven, we have obtained what? There's an inheritance. An inheritance. The people that inherit, they reap the benefits of the person who did all the work. Mm -hmm. You just have to wait for the appointed time to receive the inheritance. Mm -hmm. The Bible says the inheritance is among them that are sanctified. You've already been set up. You've been called. You've been chosen. You've been set apart for his plan and his purpose. It's a done deal. (laughs) Like He says, in whom? We have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to, here we go, that word, the purpose of him who what? He worketh all things after my will, after the counsel of his own will. When are we going to get that? It's not the way we want it to be or the way we think it should be. And I am tired of hearing people say it's not fair. What? What? what do you mean it's not fair? Number one, did you do something to put yourself in that predicament and that how water that you're now trying to get out of? It? If, was that your doing? If it wasn't your doing and the Lord led you that down that pathway, then it's going to work together for your good. That means it's according to the will of God. If you're single and you didn't do anything to cause you to be single, then it, this is God's will. If you're married, that's what i mean. <laughs> The scripture is He says, "He that is married, let him stay married till the Lord comes. He that is unmarried, it is wherever God, wherever you find yourself in Christ, we should be thankful and grateful and give God glory because it's working together what for our good. Mm-hmm. We have people waiting to get married, and then we have people who are married and are complaining and they wish they could get rid of the one that they have. <laughs> Jesus." But why? Why do we do that? We are not satisfied. Keyword. word, key We're not satisfied. That's because we think we can do it the way we want. And when we made the decision to say, yes, we thought it was going to work out the way we had it in our head, it was going to work out. I'm sorry, you're not in control.
1: God mm-hmm. is in
0: control. He's working all things after the counsel of his own will. Look at what he says. Back to what Pastor Rogers said. Verse 12, that we should be to the what? To the praise and glory of men? No. Why do we spend so much time glorifying ourselves and glorifying men? Because we're out of order. We're not doing it according to the will of God. He says that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Now look at what he said, verse 13. In whom ye also trusted after you heard. When you heard the word of truth and you made a vow, you trusted that you were going to follow Christ no matter what. He says, when you heard the word of truth, not what you heard on the news, not what you saw on the Facebook, he says, the word of truth. That is the gospel of your salvation. It's the good news. He says, in whom also after you what? You still got to believe. Because you can hear it and if you don't believe it, then it's not going to profit you. That you believe you were sealed after the faith came and you, you heard the word, you trusted God, you heard the word, you believe. what happens now? His Holy Spirit is going to come in and sup with you. He said you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. What does seal mean? There's a confirmation, in other words. That's the proof that you are his. That's the proof that he's going to take care of you. That's the proof that he knows the plan that he has for you. That's the proof that you can continue to trust him. You don't have to worry. You just believe and study his word to see what his word promises you. His word promises us all the spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But we don't believe it. Now he says, you are filled with the Holy Spirit of promise which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto uh, the praise of his glory. If you've ever bought a home or even bought a car, your down payment is your proof that you intend to go through with the deal. The Holy Ghost is the down payment. It's the earnest money. That, that is the, uh, yes, ma'am. It's the earnest money. It's the proof. It's the confirmation. We are yes. still the day amen. of redemption yes Praise God. Of so we can walk in the spirit so we can hear the spirit so the spirit can lead us so we can have the relationship and that fellowship with the father and the son and that spirit is given to us because that is the thrust that's going to get us out of here when the lord says come my people but mm-hmm. the spirit has to be fed amen there guidelines that have to be followed for your spirit in order to be ready for his coming. That's even according to his will. That's why he gave us the example of the 10 versions. He gave us the example. He gave us plenty of parables. Remember, he said, there's going to be a group of people that says, Lord, Lord, did not cast down your name, did not do where you had his spirit. You had his power in you. That's how you was able to do that. But he's still Mm -hmm. going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Why not? Because you did what you wanted to do and not what my word told you to do. Mm -hmm. You did what you wanted to do instead of following the leader, the one that God put ordained over you from the foundation of the world. You did it the way your mind led you to do it instead of submitting to the will of God. And a lot of us get in so much trouble because we don't submit to authority. Mm -hmm. We're not Mm -hmm. accountable to anyone. We barely want to keep the speed limit. That speed limit is out there for our safety. All the rules, the right rules, the good rules are in place mm-hmm. to save us, to help us, to keep us safe. All right, let's, let's move on. He says, verse 15, wherefore also after I heard of your faith. Apostle Paul was so encouraged when he heard that they had strong faith in the Lord. After I heard of your faith in the Lord and your love to all saints. Because when you fall in love with the word of God, that word is going to transform you and you're going to start treating people right. You will learn patience. You will be gentle to people. You will exhibit kindness. And that's mm. why Jesus walked around. He was, and you will be humble. Thank you, Lord. You will be humble. Philippians 2, verse 1. He says, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy, fulfill you my joy, that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, being divided, being on one accord and of one mind. And look what he says. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, Self satisfaction. But in what? In lowliness mm-hmm. of what? In mind, let mm-hmm. each what? Think That's about good. somebody mm-hmm. else more than yourself. What? Mm-hmm. Better than yourself. Mm-hmm. Our mm-hmm. minds are too much on us. That's another problem we have. Our minds is more on ourselves than on the Lord. He says, Look not every man on his own mm-hmm. thing. But let every man also, but every man also on the things of others. Now, this is where I wanted to get to, verse 5. What does the writer say here? Someone can read it really loud. Let this mind be in you, uh-huh. which is also in Christ Jesus. Now, let's talk about this. What kind of mind did Jesus have? <laughs> what What kind of mind? To do the, the will time? of the father. Yes. And let is a commandment. There is a commandment here. When God said, let there be light, what happened? So here, this is a commandment. He says, let this mind, the same mind that Christ Jesus had, you, let it be in you. You think the same. You love the same. You humble yourself. And then he says, now he's giving a description of Jesus' character who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But look at what verse 7 says. He didn't, make, he didn't make no reputation. He was not trying to make a name for himself. You know why? Because he loved the Father. He understood if I do the Father's will, there's a great reward for me. Yeah. There's a great yeah. reward if I just do what I am told to do. We started off reading. All things will work together for, and Jesus knew that. It was going to work together, even the death of the cross. We're going to get to that. But he made himself of no reputation. He didn't make a name for himself, but he took on himself the form of a what?
1: And that's what
0: we see as servants unto the Lord in everything. Mm -hmm. But if you're selfish or self-righteous, then you're always going to be thinking about yourself. And things are going to seem unfair to you. Even if you don't speak it, you're acting it. And I thought about Jesus' behavior, his attitude, everything about him was like he was a little lamb. Even when he came right on a donkey, was showing humility. That's the kind of mind we should have. But it's the world that will say, well, they say a lot of things. Queens need to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It's That's a worldly turn, and if you're not careful, that will get in your spirit, and all you want to be doing is taking selfies pictures. That's all and the enemy, he deceives us. And everything that we do, we just feel is all good when the Lord Jesus said, ain't nobody good, but what? But one. Okay. Yeah, I think I thought it's like. This if God turned his back on his oh, God, God what would happen? What, what if Jesus stopped? What, what come he on now. I'm so be? glad that he did. She said, what if Jesus became selfish? I'm so glad. I, You know, we would be in big trouble. Yes, we would. That's <laughs> bad or, you know, outside of any type of instruction from anywhere. <laughs> Normally, maybe not all the time, but a lot of the time, the consequence is there. You know, and so when we do things and we still get certain results, or, you know, that consequence isn't given to us mm-hmm. right then, mm-hmm. or we're in a position where we don't see mm-hmm. any type of consequence, mm-hmm. then we start to almost think, oh, I'm good. At it. Right. You know, because God is not handed down consequences. The second you're doing things, a lot of times, it, you know, you're doing something or. Whatever, and you see something or feel something, and you like, oh, here's my, you know, or whatever. But you don't see it right then, and so a lot of times, you know, like like here, when you do something, you're stealing or you know whatever. And even though somebody may know that you've done that, mm-hmm. if they're not coming to you or nobody's saying anything yet, you almost feel like you, oh, you okay. got away with it. You know, and mm-hmm. so we do things. Mm -hmm. you know, and God doesn't just send down that consequence or he doesn't and we're not looking at it for actually what it is Mm until maybe even down the line we think, oh, I'm good Mm -hmm. you know, like you were saying, because you cast out demons and things, you know in his name, because you had that power and authority inside of you, but you weren't paying attention to the fact that there is a consequence. There are consequences. You know, I thought about even with Adam who would have thought just eating of a fruit, whatever type of fruit, because the Bible doesn't tell us what type of fruit. Something he ate, and guess what? The Bible, what he did is still affecting us now all of these years. So Mm -hmm. it's for the rest of our lives, and if somebody, the, the next generation, next generation, what he did, the wrong he did, has passed down to generations it has passed down. But thank God for Jesus, the right that Jesus did. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> we have a right to the tree of life. Because Adam could have taken of the tree of life, but he chose to do the wrong thing. He did what he wanted to do. And God was angry. He said, because you didn't obey my voice, and this is where we are. The Bible says God is angry with the wicked every day. So he says, let's go back. He says, Who being, verse 6, I'm in Philippians 2, 6. Jesus, who were being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but he did make himself a reputation, but took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man. what did he do? He humbled himself. Mm -hmm. And this is what God is calling us to do. Humble ourselves before under the mighty hand of God. And he will exalt you. What? In due time, he knows. Like you said, when you are ready, he does. And in the Book of Ecclesiastes it says, because judgment is not executed immediately, people continue to do whatever, they, what they, anything they think they're big and bad enough to do. Mm-hmm. I'll have to find that scripture. But that, Elizabeth, that's the scripture. Um, Based on what you were, the example that you gave. So look at what he says. Look at the reward, though, in verse 9. He says, Wherefore, what? God has what? Highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow of things where. Because, see, we got our mind on the earth, and you want things that's in the earth, but there is a city called heaven. There's a reward that is far above what you can think, and that is the thing that you should be seeking for. He says, at the name of Jesus. So, Jesus, God exhausted him. And when God promotes you, you promote it. I know I want to get my new body so I can... Fly. Wherever I want to go, I want to fly. That's one of the main things I want to I've been on a plane, but I want to fly. I want to be able to fly without having to put on a seatbelt. Praise said, God. For God? Hallelujah. God has highly exalted him. You know what that word, Holly, anybody else got anything? It's big. It's humongous. He's greatly exalted him and given him a name above every name that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Of things in heaven and things on earth. And look, he didn't leave out things under the earth. Come on now. Oh, That's God. all in all. Amen. And that, and verse 11, here's the rest of his reward. And that every tongue is what? That what? <laughs> every tongue shall himself. Now, 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 let's go back. I think it was verse 9 where he said he didn't try to make a reputation for himself. He wasn't trying to make a name for himself. He humbled himself, and then when God exalted him, now God is saying, your name is above every name, and everybody's going to bow down and worship you, because God Mm -hmm. said it. Now Jesus followed the will of God, and he got the reward. Mm -hmm. And we all know the famous, when when Jesus was in the garden, the famous scripture that we always quote, quote, Nevertheless, what now? My man, real. Man, we man, say that, but, we don't man, it. but Jesus he, said, he meant that. He meant that thing. Now he knew the Father had the ability to change that whole situation, but he knew that there was a great reward because of his love. Let's go back to that scripture one eight twenty eight Romans eight twenty eight. All things will work together for the good of them who are the called according to his purpose. Jesus was called according to the purpose. He's the lamb that God chose to be slain from the foundation of the world. He sent him to the earth. He did what he was supposed to do. And even before he went to the garden, he said, Father, glorify me with the glory that I have with you from the beginning. And we don't think about it. Before our spirit was inserted in our body, we was with the Lord. Amen. You was with the Lord before your spirit was put in this body. Oh, my God. This body is a space suit, just a suit so that we can see each other, but you have to prove yourself in this body, the body now, because what Adam did is called the body of death. But you have to make the body do what's right. And your flesh is not going to do that. But the spiritual man that's in you, that's connected to the spirit of the son, will help you and give you the strength that you need to decline or say no to the flesh. Because the flesh wants to do what it wants to do and not what God mm-hmm. says to do. Mm-hmm. He says, so here's the reward that Jesus gets. He got this reward. And then look what he says, verse 12. He says, well, for my beloved, as ye have always, here's the key word here. But we haven't, we don't qualify for this next verse because we haven't. We know we haven't been obedient. We haven't done what the Lord told us to do. We are guilty. Now I'm just bringing it to your attention so you can change, so you can repent, so you can turn mm-hmm. around and start mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. his will. Our thought for today is according to the will of the Lord, not your will. It's not what you want to do. It's what he called us to do. It's his will. That's the only way that you're going to be successful. This last scripture. So Jesus got his reward. We don't realize the sovereignty of God and how merciful and his love for us and he is patient. God bless Nebuchadnezzar and Nebuchadnezzar took on a proud spirit, he didn't humble himself, and he was warned, he was warned to hum- humble himself, Daniel warned him, warned him, let's go to verse 27, when you have time, go back and read it, because Nebuchadnezzar had a dream, and nobody could interpret it except for Daniel, Daniel interpreted the dream, and what Daniel said, was going to happen, happened, so verse 27, Listen, this, this is Dan. You said, wherefore, king, let my counsel, let the counsel that I'm giving you because the spirit of the Lord is in me and I'm speaking to you, be acceptable unto you. Break off your sins. Everybody in here, that's what the Lord is calling us to do. By doing that which is right, not according to your own eyesight, but according to the will of God. And your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor. Because the king had everything that he needed, and he had a kingdom, and he was supposed to do right and rule right, and part of his job was to take care of his servants and the poor. And he says, if it may be a listening of your tranquility. Look at what he said. All this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar, verse 28. At the end of a whole year, 12 months have gone by, Nebuchadnezzar walked in his palace. He was the king of Babylon. He's in his own kingdom. Ain't nobody greater than him, a man on this earth at this point, in his mind. Look at verse 30. And the king spake. Now, he's going to glorify himself, not the Lord, right. not the God of heaven and earth. He says, the king spake and said, is not this great Babylon that I built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? Listen is what verse 31 says. This was a fear of me when I read that. He didn't even finish speaking. The Bible says, while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven. And what? Saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from you. What God gave you, he's snatching it away. He says it's departed from you. And listen what he says. They're going to drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. God gave him a heart of an animal, and they shall make you eat grass. He took on a mental spirit. He took on a spirit that wasn't a normal human spirit, and he began to act like an animal. He said, they shall make you eat grass as an ox. He was no longer in control. And seven times, seven years, he had a whole year to repent. But the consequences of him not repenting, seven whole years, he had to spend in bondage because he refused to humble himself and acknowledge God and do the thing that God called him to do. Seven times shall pass over thee until you know what. That's the most high rules where, even in the kingdom of men. And he gives it to whoever he will. Listen, it says, the same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar. So he heard this, but the same hour, these things happened. And Nebuchadnezzar was driven from men in verse 33. He did eat grass as an oxen. And his body was wet with the dew of heaven. He couldn't even stay inside. He was outdoors. Till his hairs began to grow like a what? Like eagle feathers. I'm imagining he wasn't even recognizable. He may have been a hairy man, but he couldn't shave. He didn't have no sense to shave no more. He had the the mind of an animal or a beast. God gave him a beast heart. And his nails grew long like a bird's claw. And at the end of the days, that means seven years later, look what never, his, his mind came back to him. His senses, he repented during that time. But he had to wait till his senses was up before he could get free. Seven years. <laughs> when God punished you, you in trouble. Yes, yeah, you in trouble. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. And I heard that a lot. I, I was just thinking when you said it. Thinking about a lot of times when you study the word, a lot of times the stories and parables and things, a lot of times I hear it. Um, it say uh, it'll say certain things and then it'll pop out and say. And while he was yet speaking, yeah, yeah, like God is like, and, and hush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what exactly well, they us Yes, Lord. Let's finish reading thirty four because here is Nebuchadnezzar's own testimony. That's why he said, I. Now Nebuchadnezzar went from glorifying himself, saying his my his power built that kingdom. To now he understands that it wasn't me
1: hallelujah
0: verse 34 and at the end of the seven years i never can never i lifted up my eyes not with a spirit of pride i looked up to heaven and my and my understanding came back because God, if God snatched your understanding from you, if He snatched the gift from you, if He snatched whatever ability you think you have that you think you can control, you're in trouble. He said, and my understanding returned unto me now, what did he do? I blessed the Lord, He began to praise the Lord. this is the time I blessed the most high, and I praised, and guess what? I honored him. Because we have been dishonoring God by doing what we want to do instead of what he called us to do. What are you called to do? Mm -hmm. It's more than just serving, it's more than just saying, I know Jesus. That's it. He says, and honored him that lives what? Forever. Forever. And listen to what he said. This is a powerful testimony with Nebuchadnezzar because he really got it now. He says, I praise and honor him that lives forever, whose dominion is what? Is an everlasting dominion? And his kingdom is from one generation to another. I may die, but there's another generation. Come on, come on now. His kingdom is forever. It's going to be forever. And then look at what he says. Now, because he has the right mind, and God has blessed him, yes. and God's going to restore him back to his That's right it. place. That's it. That's and all the inhabitants of the earth are, look at what he says. Reputed means considered as nothing because we think we're something. Mm-hmm. We think we know. And that's why we keep doing what we want to do instead of what God has called us to do. He says all the inhabitants of the earth, that is man, that's beast, that's creeping thing, that's the serpent. We are nothing compared to God. Mm-hmm. And he, the most high what? He does according to what will. that's our thought for today it's not according to your will, it's according to god's will god does what he wants to do he does according to his will look what he says and in the army of heaven and among who every person that's on <laughs> the happened. earth every insect every ant whatever it is god does according to his will if we can get that in our mind it's not according to my will my will needs to line up, must line up with his will. And look what he, he said. And none can stay or stop his hand. When God, if the hand of God is against you for wrath, you can't stop it. Yeah. He said, that none can stand his hand or say to him, what are you doing, God? I know that's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can't run, can't hide. We might as well submit. We might as well humble ourselves. That's what he wants us to do. We have to stop trying to tell God what we want to do
1: and line
0: up with what God is telling us to do. It's not according to my will. It's his will be done. Amen. Because he's going to do it anyway. Amen. First lady, would you please dismiss us in prayer? Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity that you've given us to go oh. to your house one more time. We thank you, Lord God, for another opportunity to hear your word so that we can have it in our heart that we may not sin against you. Lord God, but we may get ourselves right because today is evil and, and, and the night is coming. And we want to make sure that we are ready when you call our name. And so, Father, we thank you for our teachers. We thank you, Lord God, for this place, Healing Hearts Ministry. We pray, Lord God, that you will continue to bless us, take us higher in you, deeper in your word, that we may continue, oh God, to do and walk the pathway of righteousness for your name's sake. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 bless you all. We love you. Praise the Lord.